0: Hello and welcome to the Aquarium Dilemmas podcast. I'm your host, Science Gal Aquatics. I'm Carrie, and this is my co host over Jesse. here, Jesse. Welcome. And this is our third episode, and we're super excited to have you here listening. And if you're a member on the YouTube channel, Science Gal Aquatics, here watching the replay of the show. So thank you so much. We're excited.
1: Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Today we have a great dilemma. <laughs> The problems and mistakes that we have made Mm -hmm. inadvertently throughout the years. I have very few just because I'm new to the hobby, but Mm -hmm. they were quite pretty big mistakes in my opinion. I'll save them to a little bit later. Mm -hmm. I'll start out with the host, Carrie, because (laughs) she's been in this way longer than me. and. Maybe she can rank how bad I made my mistakes.
0: Well, they're not. Overall, they weren't that bad. But I have been keeping fish since I was a kid. And looking back through the years keeping fish, there's probably just honestly too many mistakes to cover in one show. But in the beginning, I think a lot of the mistakes just stemmed from not knowing the reason behind the things I was doing. I was water changing because my dad told me to, not because I necessarily knew why to water change. And just little things like that, that I think that during my childhood years could have done some good if I even knew where to research. Cause looking back on it, I, I wouldn't even have known to look up the nitrogen cycle until I was exposed and then went down a rabbit hole. So I think, One of the biggest mistakes starting out with my guppy tanks was just not knowing the reasonings behind things. Why you don't want to stick an aquarium net in another tank after you just use... Just little things like that too. And me and my dad used to go to the store a lot and we would just pick out whatever we thought was cool. and We'd take it home and put it in the tank and they all shared one 30-gallon tank and that luckily worked out but that in itself could have caused some mistakes because we didn't really pay attention to what type if we were putting a cichlid and with some guppies we just thought it looked cool we didn't we didn't know better and I didn't so, know it was fish food yeah we didn't and we didn't even know what we didn't know if that makes sense like we thought we were doing well We thought everything was working out. And luckily, for the most part, it did. But we just didn't know. (laughs) We just didn't know so much.
1: Not to time stamp you, per se. Mm -hmm. But at the time you were a kid, there Mm -hmm. wasn't YouTube and all the platforms and all the stuff that we have now. So, for you being 13, 14 years old, there was Mm -hmm. really, besides going, believe it or not, the library library. that most people... (laughs) Don't even know where well, theirs is even, in their town. And
0: not, I don't even remember asking. I am may, I might have. I don't know. I don't remember everything. <laughs> but I don't even remember asking my dad why we were doing things either. So maybe I could have been a little bit, like, <laughs> inquisitive <laughs> Yes, it I mean, things. inquisitive, but, but at you would have lo- had
1: to take a lot of steps. You would have mm-hmm. had to go to the library. Make sure you had a library card mm-hmm. so you could find a book that was probably from the fifties. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> about the I nitrogen remember, cycle. Like
0: this is totally sidetracked but I remember doing reports and looking at having go to the library and we'd look up in the Encyclopedia Britannica, <laughs> and that's how you wrote your reports for school. You didn't have Google, and I'm so thankful for all the like friends on YouTube and just all the different people I've learned or met through the years of being involved with YouTube but it well, makes things easier now
1: <laughs> the technology is I mean expanded the reach where you can at your fingertips uh-huh. you can you can look up on YouTube Google yeah, all different forums mm-hmm. you can look up the nitrogen cycle all different mm-hmm. things and learn about it and mm-hmm. decide what you think is best mm-hmm. from that research whereas before Like you just said, you didn't question it. Mm -mm. It's what your parents told you. So, okay, here we go. Mm -hmm. This is what I'm going to do.
0: And I remember as a kid too, keeping guppy tanks. When I got into my preteens, I would say I was probably 12, 13 when my parents started letting me keep tanks in my room and I had a guppy tank in each corner of my room. And I remember doing water changes, but they were sporadic. And when I would do a water change, I would drain almost all of the water out and I would scrub everything. I would take everything to the sink, filter and all, and just scrub it all like just super, super, super clean. And that was a mistake <laughs> that I've eventually, I don't do that anymore, but I have been guilty for many years of over cleaning my tanks because I would only clean them like once a year I would do a water change here and there if it was like little ones but I would remember doing like big water changes like once or twice a year probably and just scrubbing everything just everything down
1: and why should we not do this because massive you,
0: water change? Well, it's you can do. I I do know some people that do large water changes and it works out. But I, it's the scrubbing everything clean with the scrub brush. You want to keep your bacteria in your tank, all that good nitrifying bacteria that you've built up to keep your tank established. You don't want to scrub that all away.
1: And rinsing it with tap water does not help.
0: No. But I didn't, I don't remember losing tons of fish either. But I would definitely just, I would do large quality, like quantity of water changes. But I would, I, looking back, it's kind of, now I'm trying to remember. I think I would, I would do them like once or twice a year, just huge ones and just take substrate, everything out and just scrub it all down and then when I whenever I would like remember here and there if I wanted to clean my room and make everything look really tidy I might have taken a little bit here and there out but I would definitely (laughs) scrub and scrub and scrub until everything was gone because we do have hard water and we have a lot of build up and I would just scrub (laughs) and it just I just don't do that just don't do that for your for the Health of your tank. Don't do that. <laughs> but then moving up into my 20s, like, once I got my first apartment, I got a my goldfish tank. I got a 30-gallon bow front tank. And the mistake continued of just going to the fish store. And whatever I thought was cool, I would bring it home. So I remember having some, it was green spotted puffers. I had a trio, Larry, Curly, and Moe. And then I had the a rope, Stooges. yeah. I had a rope fish in there. At one point, I had goldfish. I'm sure I had guppies. I had some some kind of cichlid. I can't remember. It was like a parrot cichlid of some sort, maybe. I can't remember. It was like bright pink or something. It was a neon color. And looking back, I feel like everything for the most part got along, but. Knowing what I know now, I don't know Not if everybody so so. was so happy in that tank because I didn't have anybody for very long either. But I didn't notice aggression. I just think the tank param- parameters were so drastically different for e- each of them. And I just put them all together. And living with roommates, and they didn't always appreciate keeping things out of the tank. You never know. You'd find some random something in there at some point. And we wouldn't maintenance it on a regular schedule again. I would kind of... Because I didn't know at that time still <laughs> I should have. I should have looked into it knowing the age that I was at then. But I just didn't know the reasoning behind anything. So we'd let it get all gunky and covered in algae. And then we'd strip it clean and overclean it and get it all squeaky clean. And then go from there, go to the fish store and just buy whatever and add to it whenever we thought we had some extra money living in an apartment It is just you know, just not knowing just not knowing what I didn't even know
1: sounds like the takeaway from this is
0: uh-huh.
1: now use technology mm-hmm. use all your resources and do your research
0: yes Most important thing I could have done for myself was learn about the nitrogen cycle much earlier in my fish keeping career. And that in itself just explains so much. But you need bacteria in your tank. (laughs) And you, I, if you have a heavily planted tank, like the heavily planted tank, if you're watching this, I have a 55 gallon tank above my head, but it's a 55 gallon, just, Guppy tank, and it's heavily planted. And that tank doesn't need as much water changes as some of my other ones because it is so heavily planted. But back then, I had the different color gravel with all the plastic. You had the kitty gravel. Yeah, with all the plastic decor. And I'm sure I had, it was like a a cave or two, but just some kind of, because all we had was Walmart. We didn't have a a legitimate pet store that had that type of stuff. Our little local fish store growing up just had... It probably only had like 20, 20 tanks of fish, but they didn't have any extras at the store. So we would go to Walmart to get all of our stuff. And that's where I got my puffer fish was when we went to the... Walmart had fish at the time. And, so,
1: And I don't think even now, not to date you... Oh, it's already I don't been think Walmart now even carries carrots. fish mm, anymore.
0: I think... And occasionally I see someone on like a video here and there, but I think they're scares. I don't think that there's but yeah. Mm-hmm. Some of, and even like the puffer fish, I I didn't know that they needed salt as they got older. I just Put them in fresh water and hope for the best i thought they were cute and i wanted to rescue them but even rescuing them from walmart just told walmart that someone they're popular and send them more so <laughs> Sell more please even that was kind of i thought i was doing something good but it kind of was a mistake too like i was just I was trying. And moving apartment to apartment, we would just drain that 30-gallon tank down to whenever we could lift it. And we'd just put it in the car and go. And those poor fish would just slop and all over the tank. I was like, I could have... Made that process maybe a little bit easier on the fish. Could
1: have bagged yeah. bagged each separate mm-hmm. species, maybe.
0: Mm-hmm. But out of, out of my 20s and all of the fish, <laughs> the poor fish that I tried to take care of, that I thought I was doing a good job, the only ones that lived through it were the goldfish. And even that, and it's talking about that, when I moved back and had my son, I still had these goldfish, and they were... I, think when they eventually passed away they were like 15 or 16 but at the time I think they were like 12 maybe but I had three or four of them and no I had two and then we added two more later on but at this time I had two and they were they weren't huge but they were a medium size and I had them in a 30 gallon heated and not really i thought they were living their best life i would love to watch them swim and i only fed them flakes and i would overfeed them that was another big mistake i would feed but when i tell you i fed my fish i they were eating well like they were at a buffet overfeeding and all that food would go to the bottom and just kind of mold up and it was awful and I did not know that you should feed them a little bit just what they can eat in like 20-30 seconds but feed them a little bit more often I would feed them once a week but the half of the fish food bottle (laughs) and you just don't just don't save yourself so much trouble and just don't do that
1: Uh, so you were making a bacteria was, bloom out of food.
0: I'm telling you i made and I made some bad mistakes, some bad ones, and I'm glad that the fish came through it for the most part, but I really thought I was doing what I thought i was I thought I was doing a good job, but I just was not.
1: <laughs> well, I made a tragic one close to there uh-huh. when you introduced me into the hobby. And was we were buying lots of fish, mm-hmm. doing some different new tanks, and you allowed me to dump a bag of fish. Mm-hmm. And that was a wonderful experience, except for the fact that I took the rubber band mm-hmm. off the bag of fish, dumped the bag of fish through the net, let the water go through dump the fish into the net like i was supposed to thought everything was doing great Mm -hmm. put the fish into the tank and i made the biggest mistake of all and did not check the fish bag Mm -hmm. twice yeah
0: i would always tell you it's almost a habit even now all these years later always check the fish bag Always check the fish bag, and I would tell you that, but you're like, well, whatever. <laughs> Until that first time you for- didn't check the fish bag, and you feel hor. You just I
1: felt horrid. Horrible. I felt horrid, and now I don't even do it the same way. I don't care if it's a br- it I don't care if it's a breather bag or if it's a regular bag. I don't do it the same way now. Uh-huh. I do not. I do not take the rubber band off. I leave the rubber band on. Mm-hmm. I do exactly as how you have taught me to do it. I float the non-breather bag. I float it, get it temperature acclimated to the tank it's going to go in, and I cut the corner of the bag. <laughs> I cut the corner of the bag, and then instead of double-checking, I triple check. Yeah, I... because I felt so bad from what I did Mm -hmm. Because I obviously did not pay enough attention Mm -hmm. and it was, it was awful. I, Mm -hmm. I won't let it happen again. I don't even, don't fish (laughs) out the same anymore.
0: Yeah. It changed to forever, but that, I would say it only happened once, but I'm sure it's happened to me more than I, even knowing checking you just the clear, like, what are they? This. Ghost shrimp, the mm-hmm. neo neocar- ghost shrimp are really hard. Those I'm always I I hardly I'm like I don't want to throw it away because I don't. They just I'm always scared and leave something behind in those fish bags. But you always check the fish bag like three or four times because <laughs> you just don't. There's nothing worse than you looking down. You're like, oh no, One oh, one didn't make it out of the bag, really.
1: <laughs> and another mistake that I have made. That you alluded to earlier Mm -hmm. was the cleaning part. Mine wasn't the tanks. It was your modified filters. I didn't realize, and you caught me in time, thank goodness. (laughs) All the... Because you strip out the insides of the filters Mm -hmm. of the hang on the backs and add bio media and all kinds of other stuff. And we'll go into that on a different. I don't use
0: the activated carbon inserts, those replaceable inserts for the hang on the backs. I don't throw them away, but I don't. We'll go into that. Yeah, we'll save it. In a different podcast on a a
1: tank setup Uh of the way we like a tank setup that combines several different theories that's really cool however i was told to clean this filter which i was like okay i'll do that no big deal i can i can clean a filter (laughs) i can do that (laughs) that's that's easy i got this not realizing Mm -hmm. that all that bacteria on everything she puts inside there i need to just take that out put it in a bucket with that water and just squeeze it out Mm -hmm. and let all that stuff just rinse it out basically in its own tank water Mm -hmm. and it can go back in whereas i was gonna take it up to the sink and it was gonna get chlorinated (laughs) water sprayed all (laughs) over it and scrub down (laughs) like carrie said earlier that was not gonna be good
0: Mm -hmm. i do
1: like to take if they're really nasty now I like to take the actual hang on the back take it up to the sink and clean it to get the calcium build up and all that off of it but all the bio media and everything that she's trying to preserve Yeah,
0: but you don't even do that. We do that If it's clogged and the filter's just not working anymore, we'll take it up there. We'll save the media that's on the inside and we'll take that up down and get all the calcium. It's usually, what is it, the propeller inside of it gets calcium built up and you gotta scrub that off. But we don't, we don't take them upstairs all the time. No. very Just when they're clogged. Every so often they do get clogged and they need a little scrub down, but... For the most part, they, they're not too bad. I like my hang on the backs. <laughs> I like my no, hang on the back. And I, and I like
1: that. And I have no problems fixing them. Uh-huh. It's, I didn't realize. Yeah, they it's just
0: in the beginning. You
1: couldn't put them. I didn't think. Water's water. Well,
0: you can. You can do anything. I just wouldn't well, necessarily recommend it. Well, you can. like, if you have to do that, just let them.
1: We well, usually like. Now let them that air I'm,
0: out for an hour, like the day, the Well, day. now that I
1: know what I know now, yeah, yeah. I can clean them, let them, I have its own special mm-hmm. drying area, let them all mm-hmm. dry off and everything evaporate mm-hmm. off of it for the plastic. Mm-hmm. But I didn't even know about the micro bacteria mm-hmm. I was supposed to be trying to save.
0: Yeah. I think the only time that I really, I didn't, I didn't get mad at you, but I yelled to get your attention. Was like, what are you doing? Don't do that. Was I had a tank that had some ick. And we were working on getting... It's always one tank. There's always one tank. That always has it. And we were doing something on another guppy tank. And I can't remember now looking back if we were starting a filter. Or we were doing something. But we needed some water. And you cupped... Got some water in a cup to bring over there. But... Instead of getting water out of the clean water that we use for water changes, you scoop that out of that tank that had it, and you drop that right in the other guppy tank. And I, I, was, I was more, like, kind of like, shocked, like, don't do that. And, and you're like, what? I was like, just... Oh no, you, everything's worked out. No one got, it didn't spread, thank goodness. But that was probably the one time when you were learning everything. I when didn't you were, even
1: realize what you didn't it even, was. Yeah, you
0: didn't even know. And you're like, what? I, you said you needed water. I was like, but not, not from, oh, not from that tank, oh no. <laughs> but no one got it. it, didn't, thank goodness, it didn't cross-contaminate or anything. But just in the beginning you it's just you make honest you don't mean it to be well that's
1: another one another point that i've made the mistake many times is cross contamination
0: oh i'm horrible about that even knowing that you should not you shouldn't do that i still will forget and i'll set a net down somewhere and then i'll forget to clean it or do something and then i'll pick it back up and use it and i'm like oh no you shouldn't do that
1: I was the worst. <laughs> uh-huh. I guarantee I was the worst at the beginning.
0: Uh-huh.
1: You already said it. Water, cleaning filters. I would mm-hmm. probably use the same water to, to clean multiple filters from multiple tanks, not mm-hmm. knowing whether it had ick or not. Mm-hmm. And since you have multiple tanks... Mm-hmm.
0: My main thing is my... <laughs> the Like, I, I guess... I have a lot of things that I'm, I like in a particular way. And one thing in the fish room is my buckets. I have my dirty buckets and I have my clean buckets. This is for the dirty water and this is for the clean water. And that was a very hard concept. <laughs> yes,
1: yes, that was a very hard. I was concept. like, I would come
0: I- down here. I was like, why are you dumping? Don't use that.
1: <laughs> I still think you ought to get some masking tape on I, those well, buckets you know, and write clean mm, on this
0: one. Well, it would be helpful.
1: because And and dirty because they're both, I inadvertently am not smart enough to just well, go, okay, really this one's empty. Difficult. I'm using this one.
0: I do not make it easy. They're all white five-gallon buckets. There's no distinguishing between the two unless you really look at the bottom and the cruddy ones they're not like dirty dirty but there's some residue you could tell there was substrate in the bucket at one point and the clean ones are very clean (laughs) and if you just go to grab if i tell you to go grab a bucket you're not gonna know what bucket and it is not labeled like you (laughs) it would you know that would be helpful but it's there i just know my buckets A five gallon bucket is a fish keeper's like right left arm
1: (laughs) it it is and being new to the hobby Uh i I didn't know Mm. i didn't know that well this bucket always gets hair algae in Mm. it and this bucket always gets substrate in it Mm -hmm. and this bucket's my really clean bucket Mm -hmm. and this is my iffy bucket Mm -hmm. this is uh, all these different buckets that Mm -hmm. i use to move throughout yeah. I didn't know that was a thing.
0: Well, it, it's a I, like thing to said, me. I don't know if everybody's that particular. Like you said, it
1: was a I'm five sure. gallon bucket is a five gallon bucket to me. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, now I think some of my biggest mistakes now that I've taken that ecology class and I know, I don't know. <laughs> I like to think I know, but there's still a lot of things I don't know, but I know a little bit more about the ins and outs of why we do things. And I, Like to share them along. But now, I think my biggest mistake with the fish room is just being impatient and being distracted when I'm trying to do something. Because I will start a water change, start the siphon, get it out, trying to get the water out, then I'll go upstairs and check on the kids, and then I'll forget about the siphon. And then I have a mess down here because I've overflowed my bucket. And not (laughs) drain too much water i didn't mean to drain that much or it's just being my biggest mistakes just come from just distractions and and trying to force things along that i should really wait i should (laughs) just should wait and like when i went and got a crawfish we went to the auction and got A beautiful red crawfish. And I was so excited about having this. I wanted this so bad. And I brought it home and put it in with a largemouth bass. And that was a very big expensive mistake. That I was so excited and so looking and... That I didn't see just the smallest, like, obvious detail because I was so far looking into what I wanted it to be that I was like, well, maybe they're not even compatible. Maybe that large-mouth bass is going to eat that for, like, (laughs) before it reaches the ground.
1: You basically gave that bass a lobster Mm -hmm. meal.
0: I think that's some of my biggest mistakes now is just... When I was getting into live plants, being really impatient and wanting a heavily planted tank right now, right now. And it takes some time and not everything when it comes to fish keeping you can do in one day and you got to pay attention to what you're doing. Some of these bright ideas, you got to pay attention. You just, so you don't make a mess or leave the water running And flood your fish room. And (laughs) it's always overflowing water right now. That's my biggest miss right now. It's just overflowing. It's not the tanks. It's the buckets. (laughs) Which doesn't.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that was probably the only other inadvertent mistake. Mm -hmm. And I don't even think it was a mistake. Mm -hmm. It was an accident. Was the letting the water drip into your bucket, mm-hmm. your 55 tub to refill the tanks. Mm-hmm. And I came downstairs and had a small swamp.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when we had that freshwater lionfish upstairs, I everything was going really well. It was a heavily brackish, heavily brackish fish and everything was going really well we had her for i would say about a year and one of the water changes we changed the water i think we probably just rushed through it or something and the salinity got off cuz she didn't make it but just really slowing down and even with the small things that you do every day that become second nature sometimes it's it's still nice to like slow things down and pay attention so Simple, little bitty things don't add up to one catastrophic mistake where you lose your fish.
1: It's to have a beautiful planted tank mm-hmm. and community tank through it takes all time. the little mistakes that mm-hmm. we've, I've made and seen with you. It is a long-term game, mm-hmm. not a short-term game.
0: Yeah, and I was upgrading a lot of my lights there for a while, trying to rush it, and I think my lights were kind of too much. I think it was too much lumens, too much everything, and I think I did more melting of plants than growing of <laughs> plants in the fish tanks. And just don't. Take your time. It's going it, to it's gonna mature... It's going to look good, but you cannot rush. You just can't rush that process. And all it did was create an algae mess. It just didn't do anything, any favors. So even just trying to speed it up with, I can get this bright light and it'll just, no. Because then I forgot to turn it off and it was just, just don't rush through it. And, and it's so hard because I get so excited.
1: <laughs> and then you go down the rabbit hole of is it the right light, the right mm-hmm. the right color spectrum, and mm-hmm. that's a whole nother topic.
0: Yeah, but for the mistake part of it, I think being impatient, not taking my time, and trying to rush through things that I should have took time out to research and read a little bit more. Just through the years, just, <laughs> I thought I was doing so many good things and looking back on it, you're like, oh my goodness, that was not good. But as long as I learn and move forward and try to improve and try not to make the same mistake twice, I feel like I'm on the right, the right road.
1: Oh, you're definitely on the right road. You're still teaching me Mm -hmm. new things every day.
0: And the tanks look good. Like, they're still the ones that have babies. They do have a lot of algae in them. But I feel like if I would overclean them like I used to, it's really hard. (laughs) But they have more babies, and they do breed more with the guppies. But I do have to trim it back. But it is, even to this day, difficult not to just scrub everything down because it's but yeah (laughs) it's still I know better and it's still hard but diving into the live plants and really taking my time and researching and getting to know people in the community has opened my eyes to things that I wasn't even remotely aware of that has helped so much
1: Well, I think the live plants, which we could go on for a long time, we'll save that for another Mm -hmm. episode, really helped on the water changes, Mm -hmm. on just not having to do as many for various reasons. Mm
0: -hmm. And that was just a mistake on my part, because I remember in the beginning, like live plants... And fish are not a new thing. No. <laughs> like, fish have lived with plants. Maybe in the aquarium, like, hobby niche, I think, for me, they're new. But I just was so, like, why would you do that? I, I'm fine. My tanks look good. And it was just my own, like, what's the word, hard-headedness of not wanting to Break out of my comfort zone. And then once I did. I realized how much better everything was. And I was like man. I missed out on so much. Not trying this earlier. Or even being just stuck in the substrate. I wanted. Some kind of variation. Of gravel. And that's all I wanted. And I didn't want to try anything new. And now that I have. I'm like why didn't I do this sooner. This is way better. And it makes so much sense. But not. Wanting to break out of what I was comfortable with. Because it did work. But it could have worked better.
1: I think live plants. And substrate. Is relatively. New as far as widespread to the hobby. I was listening to someone else the other day. Mm-hmm. And they said before. About. About. 15 years ago, there was only about two plants that were readily available for Mm -hmm. you to put in your tank. Yeah.
0: We always just got the plastic stuff and it worked, but now that I have pretty much every tank planted, I'm like, wow, this works so much better. But it was just my own thick... Headed mindset that I didn't want to break out of my box. That was a huge mistake. It was a huge mistake. Just that. Not willing to try anything. And just wanting to stay in that box.
1: Not willing to make a mistake.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, I still made mistakes. (laughs) I still made a lot of mistakes. But I was trying so hard. Well, you were
1: comfortable (laughs) making the mistakes you made inside your own Mm -hmm. little box
0: well is uh, rap getting close to the end is there any other final things kind of once we leave i'll be like why didn't i say that i'll have to save that for like things come to you but is there anything coming to mind that you've done that you haven't thought about in a while that you're like oh yeah i did do that
1: oh i've done a lot not number one don't ever used any glass cleaner on the inside of a tank
0: <laughs> yeah don't do that
1: that that one was already a a given something mm-hmm. I didn't know luckily it wasn't a tank that had fish in it yet I was just cleaning it mm-hmm. and found out yeah you know don't use windex on mm-hmm. the inside of the tank I just
0: learned to keep windex out of my fish room I have I think it's glass cleaner and acrylic cleaner now that I use that works really good but I used Windex on the outside of my tanks for a really really long time and now I just feel like there's better options
1: <laughs> well there's a lot better options so I accidentally don't Uh huh. I mean keeping it on the outside mm-hmm. wouldn't hurt anything but mm-hmm. as long as it's on the outside mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I however have Made the mistake of not doing that. Mm -hmm. Putting it on the inside of the tank. Not a good thought. Didn't think that one through at all. Mm -hmm. What else? Lids. Lids. That's another mistake. With certain fish. Make sure to keep the lid on.
0: (laughs) Yes. All fish pretty much are jumpers in some aspect. But if you have to worry about... A lid. Chances are, you need a tight lid on that tank. <laughs> I think, like, thinking back real quick before we wrap up.
1: Rope fish, killifish.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, oh, I really, really enjoy when the kids come down to the fish room. Love it. I love spending time with them. I down here. I like when they look at everything about it. But I made the mistake. Of letting them feed the fish. Just saying, oh, just give them a pinch. Thinking their pinch. And it was like a flashback to my childhood. Just Woof. fish food gone. <laughs> <Woof>. <laughs> so, if like, I would love to have my... Some days they're into it and some days they aren't. But with kiddos, just monitor a little bit closely how much their pinches are. The cats... <laughs> the rabbit, things like that. Sometimes it works out, sometimes it don't. The rabbit likes to eat through my, my wires down here, so if you have any type of animals, don't. About the time you trust them, don't trust them. <laughs> you
1: have to monitor the animals as much as you do the kids.
0: Uh, yeah, it's just different things. Just small stuff to big stuff through the years. Looking back on it, it's just... I can't believe I did that, and I can't believe I did that, and that worked. And, no, it's just... I never acclimated, really, when I would just bring them home and throw them in the tank. I, I wouldn't take my time on that. I would never quarantine a fish. So when I would get something into my one fish tank when I was younger, like my bow front or my dad's tank in the living room growing up, it would... Usually spread pretty good, and just little things like that that I'm glad that I've changed. That's that's two more
1: two more uh-huh. mistakes right there. Yeah. Quarantining your fish and acclimating mm-hmm. your fish. Yeah,
0: just kind of on the spot just thinking back through some of the things that i'm i'm so thankful for this hobby and i'm so thankful for the people that's educated me through the years to make my fish keeping better so hopefully this helps you in some type of way or maybe you just got a good giggle out of all my crazy i'm sure
1: other people have had these same (laughs) problems same mistakes Mm -hmm. same dilemmas you're hurrying, you're, mm-hmm. you're not really thinking, you're thinking about the end goal, you're not thinking about what mm-hmm. you need to do right then.
0: Yeah. But wrapping things up, really thank you so much for tuning in, it's been a fun time, I think it's been a fun topic, just kind of thinking back through the years, all the <laughs> things that we've done, but I really appreciate you turning, tuning in, thank you so much. If and you have
1: any crazy mm-hmm. dilemma or mistake mm-hmm. or problem
0: let us know
1: let us know hit us up with a review Mm -hmm. a comment check us out Mm -hmm. on science gal aquatics Mm -hmm. and youtube science gal aquatics mm -hmm. email Mm
0: -hmm. and if you would like to participate and give us some options for the show or get to know us better check out those memberships on youtube science gal aquatics it's science gal is one word Science Gal Aquatics. It's a fun time. <laughs> but thank you again so much, and we will talk to you next week. Thank you so much. Bye.
1: Later.